All right. Welcome back to the Armed and Dadly Podcast. I am Eric Portwood, your host and your founder of the lifestyle that we like to call Armed and Dadly. This is a movement, a lifestyle we're trying to, and we will, as a group of strong men and dads, stop living lives of being broke and passive and lost and become students of our own minds and bodies and of self-mastery so we can lead ourselves, our families, to live lives of freedom, purpose, and fulfillment. So many of you guys know that I left the fire department after 15 and a half years, um, a little over two years ago, November of 2020, I left and it's been a journey. It's been a, been a journey. And there's a question I'm, I've been asked here quite a, quite often. And that, that question has been, how's the transition been? How have you transitioned into the quote unquote real world or outside of the, the, the life outside of the fire department. And to be honest, in the beginning, it was very, it was very tough. It was, it was, it was difficult. I mean, all I've known from my military time in the army and then into the fire department, all I've known is government work. All I've known is how to clock in and how to be, to do what I'm told and when to do it and, and all of that. Um, so it's, it's been a, it's been a transition, but it's probably, and, and it's been difficult and there's been some ups and downs and there's been some, some questions to myself, like, what in the heck am I doing? Did I, do I make the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right path? And I, I talk to God a lot here lately. I talk to him and he pretty much yells back at me. I think he's been yelling at me for quite some time. And I just don't listen. So let's be honest, as, as, as guys, as motivated, driven, the quote-unquote alpha guy, we don't like to listen. Even if that person is God. Sometimes we like to think that we got it all figured out. But a big step for me and a big step in the right direction is understanding that you need to surrender. You need to surrender that ego and listen. Something that has been screaming, God, been screaming at me is just 
Eric. It's almost like I can feel a comforting hand lay on my shoulder. I can feel it as I'm speaking into this microphone right now. Eric. Be still and know. And all of the stuff that I'm stressed about or anxious about or feeling depressed goes away. Because I'm able to sit. I'm able to be still. I'm able to know that he is God and he has, has it under control and he has a path for me and he has a path for every one of you listening. You just have to trust it. Don't fight it. Listen to it. And take action. So that brings me to the topic of this entire podcast is what have I learned about me in the last two years? Who am I? What do I do? How do I do it? It's all become pretty blatantly obvious. It's been a, it's because I just let it happen. But, but who am I? But really, who am I? Who, what have I learned about myself in the last two years? And I am more gracious than I have ever been in my entire life to have had this last two years. To have had to the first year I was gone from the fire department, I had the ability to be extremely successful in my real estate career, which which was the 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 first thing that proved to me that I am I'm capable. I can do it. I don't have to be stuck. I don't have to be stuck in the box that I had been stuck in for the first part of my life. I can do whatever I want to do. And that's why I'm on this podcast right now, because I want to do it. This isn't something that I have to do. This is something that I truly enjoy doing. And I know God has given me this voice has given me the ability to articulate my words to not only help myself, but to help everybody that listens to understand that you are more than the constraints that society has put on you. You are more than just checking the box every single day. You are more than just going through the motions. You are truly capable human being. You just have to trust yourself. You have to trust that you can do it. Envision it. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? First of all, all you should want to be is you. That's first and foremost. But how do you want to optimize that you? What I've learned one thing I learned about myself in the last two years is, is, is I've been a, I've been a people pleaser. My entire life, I've been a people pleaser. 
I've been doing things and putting myself. So for instance, I, I've always thought that the only reason anybody's ever accepted me or respected me is because when they asked me what I did, I'm a fireman. I'm a firefighter paramedic. And to me, that was, that was, that was my whole identity. And, and I held on to that identity so tightly because I thought that was the only thing that I had to offer. I thought that that would give me immediate respect and immediate fulfillment. I don't know if fulfillment's the right word, but I thought everybody would like me because I said I was a firefighter. Now, is that a, there's a lot of truth to that. Firefighters and paramedics and police officers and uh, people in uh, armed services and, 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 and everything are extremely noble and honorable positions. But I, what I want, but what I've understood in the time away is that noble profession is not my identity. I'm Eric. I'm going to serve. I'm going to protect. I'm going to lead. Whether I'm doing it behind this microphone and this camera. Whether I'm in the gym showing you what your body is capable of. Whether I'm riding in the back of an ambulance working a cardiac arrest on a baby. Whether I'm putting a fire out in your living room. Or whatever. We are all capable of doing all of that stuff. You just have to step outside and do it. But you don't have to identify so greatly with that one word, that one profession. Because what happens when all of that is stripped from you? What happens when you step away from the career that you've done for 20 years? And then when people ask you, what do you do? Who are you? How do you answer? You don't know how to answer. Because you've spent your entire life leaning on that title. And you haven't done the deep inner deep work on your inner soul. You haven't done the work and put yourself through the hard things other than that profession. There's some hard crap you're going to do in that profession. Don't get me wrong. Some of the biggest times I learned about myself were in that profession. And I love, and I, I don't regret one second of doing that job. But the one thing I, I realize is that I am more in that job. And I just want you guys to understand that too. I want you to love the job that you're doing. I want you to remember why you signed up to do the job. I want you to use your God-given abilities and your God-given talents to perform that profession optimally. But I want you to also use your God-given abilities and God-given talents to 
optimize your own human experience. Because I am not, I'm not a job title. I'm not what I've done in the past. I'm not even, I'm not even what I do right now. We are all a work in progress and we're all growing every single day. We're all learning. We're not supposed to just check the box every single day. We're supposed to want to optimize this life experience. Because at the end of the day, our fate is all the exact same. One day we will turn to dust and there is nobody immune to that. Just remember that. How do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered as... It doesn't matter how you want to be remembered. That's, that's, that's up to you. How do you want to be remembered? It's not how society wants you to be remembered, how your mom or dad wants you to be remembered. It's not how the preacher wants you to be remembered. How do you want to be remembered? What impact do you want to make for you so you can then use that impact and that growth to grow everybody around you? What do you want to do? What do you want to be remembered for? And that's something that I've, I've really learned. I've learned how to love me. All the good, all the bad, all the imperfections, all the perfections. I might look good when I'm in the gym working out or whatever. But that don't mean I got the strongest mind on the face of the planet. It takes work. But I love it. I love to work on me every single day. Because I know the more that I work on me, the more I'm able to pour into others, and the more I'm able to pour into my son, and he's going to be able to see what is possible. That's what this whole thing, this is what all, this is what armed and deadly means. To completely armor yourself as a man and as a dad and weaponize your body, weaponize your mind. To stop living a stuck life and show your kids what's possible. You know, because all the, all these, all this external, all the external is not going to heal your internal. You know, I guess that's a great example of, I spent so many years in the fire department and I'm like, eh, you know what? Doesn't matter. I got it pretty good. I got it good. I got a good job. I only have to work 10 days a month. I get to spend the other 20 days a month doing whatever I want. But what I realized since I've been gone is I was just living good enough. I was scared to go live great. I was scared to go after what I know is possible. And what I know is possible for you as well. 
don't be scared. Sean Whalen, my mentor, my coach, that dude, go follow him, go listen to his stuff, has inspired me over the last two years greatly. One thing he said last week was, "What? who do you have to become to leave good in order to become great? Let that sink in. Are you just doing every single day? Are you just doing what's good enough? You got that good job, making just enough money. I've got what I need. I've got a roof over my head. It's okay to want more. It's not bad. It doesn't make you a bad person. Jesus wouldn't want, Jesus doesn't want you living a mundane, good enough life. What if he just lived a good enough life? Where would that leave us? At the end of the day, we we can only control what we can control. You know, today's society sometimes may may seem like it's totally out of control with politics and division and whatever, gender and race and division this division that I'm I'm better than you you're better than me here's my virtue signaling here's you know I'm more righteous of a person because of this I'm more righteous I go to church every Sunday okay you go to church every Sunday but do you read do you study the word of God or do you just go to church every Sunday there's a difference Control what you can control. You can't control what these politicians are doing. But what you can control is your own mind, your own body. Use it to its fullest and become a force to be reckoned with. Become free. And in that and in that journey. I've, I've, I've definitely seen my microphone boom is squeaky. I've seen, you know, not everybody's going to like you a hundred percent of the time. It is what it is. It's just what it is. We can't please everybody. People aren't going to like you when you start trying to grow. Well, who do you think you are? Who are you to get behind a microphone and a camera and talk about self-development and being a good dad? I don't know. Probably a guy that's working on it every single day. I ain't got to figure it out. Probably never will. But I can assure you I'm going to work on it every single day. So that is who I am to talk about it. You can talk about whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You're able to. You're never going to be 
everything to everyone. You know, something I've realized in the last two years since I've left, I keep saying since I've left, like I've gone somewhere. I should say since I've arrived, I've left one thing behind and I have now arrived. That's what I'm going to say from now on. But I've realized I've been passive my whole life. I've let the thoughts and the feelings and the opinions of others drive my own decisions for my own life. You know, a big, big thing in the fire department is when you leave, when you walk away, when you go arrive and you haven't reached retirement age, whatever that means. Well, what about your retirement? Uh, What about it? You're not going to stay till you hit that 20 year mark, get that extra such and such dollars a month. No, guess not. That's me. If that's what makes you happy and you know that's what you're working towards, then keep working towards it. But you don't have to question the others that don't. And the ones that you're questioning, they don't owe you an explanation. So one thing I've learned is taking the risk really ain't that risky. And once you've taken that risk, the rest the rest of the risks that you will ever take will just seem like steps in the right direction. And learn to love yourself for taking those risks. Learn to love yourself for being courageous and paving the way and showing the path. Because the more you love yourself, the more you can love others. Then they can love themselves. And it's just a down, it's just a continued Continued downward, I said downward spiral, upward funnel, whatever you want to call it. Because we are all, we see, you know, the news and media and social media and social worlds are, are, you know, just trying to divide us. We are all very authentic people. We are all very different but that is our superpower. We all have, I feel that we all have the, all the same basic needs wants, and um, 
we're all very authentic in our own way. And we need to lean into, lean into that, lean into your authenticity. The thing that you're really good at, lean into it. Don't run away from it. Don't shy away from it. Because the more that you lean into who you are, the more confident you're going to be, the happier you're going to be, the more fulfilled. You'll be able to work towards that life of purpose and love. You know, because time, it's finite. We don't get it back. We have to spend it wisely. If we're spending all of our time not being ourselves and not doing what we should be doing or spending the time working on us and spending time, especially with your kids, I mean, you're only going to get X number of summers. If you like going to the beach like, like I do and my family does, I think about that. I'm like, man, Landon's going to be 18 years old. When I record this podcast, he's eight years old. He's going to be 18 years old in only 10 years. Shoot. I might only have a good five more summers of him actually wanting to spend time with his dad. Playing with his dad on a beach and boogie boarding. Before he wants to hang out with his friends, you know, and that, that turns around, you know, I like to hang out with my dad now because, but I'm sure there was a time when I'd rather spend time with my friends than spend time with my dad. But I know that I know it's coming. So try to optimize the time, be present, spend time doing some things that they like to do right now. Landon's like loving Pokemon Go. I don't really care about Pokemon Go that much, but he loves it. So the game, you have to walk in the game. So here recently, him and I go out on walks every single day. We go walk around the neighborhood. He plays on my phone, Pokemon Go, and we have little conversations and we talk about Pokemon. You know what? He's going to remember every single one of those walks that I went on with him. And vice versa, I'm going to remember every one of those walks. And I'm going to look back on those. I'm going to get choked up talking about it. But I'm going to look back at those times and wish they were here again. So I'm leaning into them now. And with all these good times, you know, there's going to be some times that suck. There are going to be little things that you don't want to do. We just got to do them anyway. And that's where working out and taking care of your body and taking care of your mind and that's how that helps because then you're at a tip top 
metal shape to do the things that you don't want to do. Don't feel as bad. We're going to have bad days. But no storm lasts forever. It might be raining today. It might be thundering. It might feel like it's the end of the end of the world. We can all wake up tomorrow and the sun will be shining. Lean into that storm. Lean into the darkness. Learn from it. Know why it's here. Know why God has put this hard experience in front of you. What are you supposed to be learning from it? What are you supposed to learn from that friend you lost or that family member you lost or that money you lost or that job you didn't get? What are we supposed to be learning from those things? It's a lot. I've learned a lot from all of those things that I just said. I've said many times, if my friend Brad Clark had never been killed in the line of duty, I don't know if I would have ever gone on this journey that I'm on. I might have still been just going through the motions every single day. But when your good friend gets killed quickly, just like that, it becomes blatantly obvious that this life can be gone in an instant. That's why when we're here, we have to be living for something greater than ourselves. What is that, th- that going to be? How are you going to serve? How are you going to serve the community, your family? Only you can answer that. It's different for all of us. I'm not here to tell you what's greater. What's greater, what's greater for me might not be greater for you. But think about it. Write it down. What is that thing that is greater than you? If that's living a life the way God has intended us to live and just, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Might never have an answer. And that's okay. Barry, we may never have this whole life thing figured out. But the one thing we can't do, just because we don't have one thing figured out on our lives or or we're stuck in one season of our lives, it doesn't mean we stay stuck. You know, I've talked about it before, you know, the the victim mentality. 
especially we've become, it's become the survival of the unfittest who can become the biggest victim. But that's not, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. It's okay to not be okay today in this moment. But it's not okay to stay not okay over and over and over. You know, I've been able to, I've been able to develop an entire mental program for my entire life here. It's been a, a work in progress. And, you know, it, it boils down to doing, doing disciplined daily activities every single day. I haven't been very good at having a morning routine, but I am definitely buckling down on a morning routine. And I have seen and felt because I started, I had a good morning routine this morning and I feel it in this podcast. It, it's, it's, it seems fairly easy to talk. My mind is clear. As David Goggins says, I don't have a bunch of junk in my garage. I'm able to park a car in that thing if I want to. In my mind, my, my mind is not a jumbled up garage. It's clean. It's organized. It's got the tools hung on the wall. The floor is clean. I can pull my truck in and I can park. It's not a bunch of crap in the way. That's an importance of having a morning routine. And part of that is the night before going, going to bed. I'm terrible at it. I love to watch Netflix like the rest of you. It's addictive. It's, it's, it's not fulfilling. It's, it just makes it, you relax. I like to watch shows. I like to sit on a couch. I like to stroll through social media just like everybody else. But we have to, you have to at some point draw the line in the sand and spend your evenings, you know, put your phone down, turn the Netflix off, maybe pick up a book, turn the lights down, turn off all those, you know, the distractions and maybe write down what you're going to do tomorrow morning. And that way, when you wake up, when your feet hit the floor, <clears throat> I need some water. <clears throat> when your feet hit the floor, you know what you're doing. You don't have time to feel sorry for yourself or, you know, whatever. Be angry. Because you got a plan. You got a plan in place. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do here, 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 here. So make a plan. I've broken it up. I've talked about it in one of the earlier podcasts that I, then my my brain, my mental garage got jumbled up and I totally forgot about it. But God brought it back to me. But I have the framework of four pillars is body, bonds, beliefs, in business, we need to get up every single day 
or if you don't get up, if you don't have time, you know, whatever your morning routine is going to be, you've got to move your body every single day. You don't have to do anything crazy. Move it. Go for a walk every single day. You've got to enrich your mind every single day. Be in control of the content that you're consuming. If there are certain pages on social media, or there's certain news channels, or there are certain people in general that you find upset you, delete it. They're stealing your energy. They don't deserve your energy. You deserve your energy. And if you're constantly consuming content and ideas and crap from everywhere else, then your mind's going to stay jumbled up. Stay focused. It's difficult to go in the gym sometimes, especially the gym I go to. People love to talk. And don't get me wrong. A lot of them are a little older. They retired, whatever. That's literally their entire day. But that's that's not what I want my entire day to be. And that's okay too. Just go in and protect your energy. If you're there to do a workout, because you've already written down the night before what your workout's going to be. You know, when you walk in that door, you're doing a push day. Means you're doing chest, you're doing shoulders, you're doing triceps. The next day you go in, you're doing a pull day, you're doing back, you're doing biceps. The next day you're going to do some arms, you're going to do some legs. You know, you know every day what your plan is when you walk in door. You're not going to mosey around, you're not going to walk in and look for somebody to talk to because you don't have time for that. You don't have time to fill your brain with external content you have your brain is ready your body is ready to optimize itself you know that's body bonds what are your bonds there's time there's absolute needs to be a time for talking and for relationships and for that bonding for us men we've definitely got to have other men to talk to, to have conversations with. And not just any men, not just the the half-assed small talk in the gym. Hey, man, what's happening? How you doing? Oh, well, you know, I'm getting old. Um, shoulder hurts. All right, well, why did you, like, stop saying that? Those... Those conversations are draining your energy. Find people and surround yourself with people that are talking about growing, that are talking about positive, uplifting conversations, not the small talk. There's nothing wrong with, don't be mean to people. Say hi, you know, answer if they speak to you. But you don't have, you're not required to spend five minutes of your workout time talking about the weather and who did what in the football game. It, it doesn't matter. 
So you got to have a tribe of men. You've got to spend quality time with your family. Those are your bonds. You're bonded. Your kids, you brought those kids in, into this world. It, it's your, they're, they're your responsibility. They're not a liability. They're not a, they're not a inconvenience. They're, they're yours. Spend quality time with them. Inspire them. Impact them. Show them what's possible. Dive into their interests and what they love to do. If they want to improve on, like if Landon wants to improve being a better thrower or hitter in baseball, go outside and practice with him. Inspire him and encourage him. Tell him he's doing good. Show him different things that he can do to get better. With our wives, pick a day every single week, and at least it doesn't have to be some extravagant date. Just pick a pick a day. It could be a an hour during the middle of the day. Who cares? Hang out. Put your phones down and see what's going on. How you doing? Do you still like me? <laughs> you know, truly invest into those bonds, those relationships. Your beliefs. Beliefs can be spiritual beliefs, religious beliefs. How do you, what do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you can do what you set out to do? Do you believe God has a path for you. All kinds of things to believe in. And then your business. You may not own a business, but that doesn't matter. If you do own a business, you should have a business plan. You should have it mapped out. Like for me, Part of my routine now is I do, I had this, this was part of my business plan today was to record this podcast. Do I enjoy, I do, I enjoy doing it. Luckily, this is a business that I am growing. So I got to record podcast. I get to record podcast. But that's the business that I want to develop. My whole framework that I've developed here that I'm telling you about is a is a coaching business but I love to do it because I get to develop myself through my whole framework that I've developed for me and teach it to others and watch them excel in the same way so it's part of my business plan if you're you know, I know there's stay-at-home dads at this point in in society. Treat that as your business. You're a stay-at-home dad. Nothing wrong with that. It's important. You're important. Shoot. You you should feel lucky <laughs> that you get to you get to be a dad and spend so much time with your with your kids. So treat it as you can say that's your business. If you have a, a nine to five or you have a job that you have to clock into, what are you going to do 
within that job to excel. You're not going to just go to work every single day and just do the bare minimum. No, don't do that. I've done that. I did that in the fire department sometimes. Counting down the counting down the time to till it's time to clock out. Time to go home. Go to work every single day and think of what can you do to make yourself a better employee or you can make how you how can you make that company better? How can you leave that company better, that fire department better, that police department better after you leave? Tackle it that way. At the end of the day, the ultimate goal for me, and I think for a lot of men in general, we just, men are pretty easy. I think the the number one ultimate word to use is freedom. We just want to be free, not the way society calls freedom or calls it freedom. To have the freedom to choose. To have the freedom to live the life on purpose and with fulfillment. We're pretty easy as men. We just want to be respected. We want to feel like we've made an impact and influence and help somebody else through the day. But anyway, that was a long list of things that I have, uh, (laughs) that I've learned about me that I think can help many of you along the way. It's what I've learned about me in the last two years after leaving the fire department and arriving in my own life. So like I said, if you want to, if you're looking to arrive in your life, you're tired of living mundane day to day, check the box, follow the, I just gave you the old steps of my framework. Apply it to your own life. I, like I said, it's going to be a bit, it is a business of mine. It's a coaching business. If you want to work with me, holler at me. I can help you. I've helped me. But you don't have to work with me. You can apply what I've just laid out to you. Use it as discipline and a framework of your own. Anyway, I truly love doing this podcast. I truly do. And I really appreciate you guys listening. I love the feedback. I've had some people, you know, reach out to say they want to be on the podcast. And I'm definitely going to be getting getting to you. And we're going to grow this thing together. 
becoming armed and deadly. Love you guys. On to the next one.